Podcast, the world for the truth untold. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pharmacy Podcast. How are you doing? We do hope you're having a pleasant time. Before we start, let us introduce ourselves. I'm Audrey. I am Al. We are the new hosts of Forecast 2022. This time, we are going to talk about a hot topic that is called feminism. Specifically, how does feminism contribute to health and social care? Audrey, what do you think about feminism itself? Oh, feminism for me is crucial in our current society because times have changed, but women and men and are still being treated differently. Feminism takes an important role to help advocate for women to be treated equally. I definitely agree with that, and that is why we have invited a wonderful, empowering star tonight. Do you know about that, Audrey? Oh, I sure do know. Let us welcome Katania. Hi, everyone. Everyone, Katania is the current president of GUB or Girls Up UB that is working on empowering women to learn, grow, and succeed together. That's awesome. Moving on on Tanika, we have a few questions for you concerning our team tonight. Starting from a general one, what can you tell about feminism? Okay, thank you for the great question. So, what I can say about feminism is quite similar with Audrey said, because feminism is an equal right of men and women in our society, where if I have to explain it quite simply, feminism is about rights and opportunities. It's about respecting diverse women's experiences, identities, knowledge and and also striving to empower all women to realize their full rights. Okay, so you said feminism is about equality, right? How do you what do you think about how feminism could contribute to health and social care? That's also a great question because we know that is about equality and also healthcare and social care is about the basic human being needs, not only and that can be sick, not only women that can get um they need to get the social care or need to get with treatment, both men and women has the equal rights to get adequate access to that health and social care. So when we are applying feminism itself, we know that everyone gets the same rights, everyone deserves equal treatment. So I think it will the system will be way better if we know and apply the feminism well. Well, like you said before, I really do want to know your opinion about how should feminism be applied in work environment. Meanwhile, in the work environment, men are dominant compared to women. Okay, so as what Al has said, that nowadays men and women still have an, an inequality regarding numbers and also several treatments. However, we should know that the private sector, including employer and business 
organizations plays a central role in fostering an enabling environment in which women can meaningfully participate and thrive in the economy through proactive, transformative, and measurable work practice. Company policies are key in complementing, strengthening, and enhancing national laws and policies and help stimulate transformative change within societies. We shall know that feminism in the working environment is not only about needs, but for men and women workers, their families and communities, healthy workplace initiatives that take into account regarding sex and gender this can lead to better health and well-being. They can also lead to empowerment through the meaning of workers in programs that encourage communication and action to foster support. For employers itself, such initiatives can result in an improved bottom line in the form of decreased turnover also increase the workers' productivity. So when the feminism being applied in the working environment, such as to know about maternity leave, menstrual leave, I guarantee that it will be beneficial for not only women workers, but also men workers and their employers. That sounds wonderful. And it seems that if feminism is applied in the work environment, everyone would have a better work environment. But the working environment in Indonesia is aware of women's health, like For example, like you said earlier, the maternity leave. Okay, so for what I can say, are companies that already applied the maternity leave and menstrual leave because in Indonesia, maternity leave itself is under the law that apply to all female workers being any female who works for a wage or other form of remuneration. The leave, as I know, is a three months. However, there are several of companies that are not paid any attention to the law because if you look up to the bill, there are several popular cases about these ones. One of them is Chakung case in which uh, the government also paid the role in this case because there are termination of the contract when the women worker is pregnant or take the menstrual leave and also they have no protection against sexual violence. So there are companies that already applied that but not many aware regarding menstrual leave. However, the health problems and emotional instability can affect women's concentration at work. So it is important for all of us to know that women has the needs to rest while menstruating or pregnant. Well, what if the world do- doesn't know exactly about that? What will happen if they are not aware of women's health? Okay, it will create some misunderstanding because we know that We're talking about menstrual leave, we are talking about the instability of the emotions of the workers. It could uh, lead to improductivity of the work, lead to any possible accidents that could happen. It could lead to the women being resigned from from their job without the employers know about how do these women 
trying to resign and it would i think it would get the bad effect on the company's reputation and also for the women itself they would be afraid to the higher role or would be afraid to stay in the job Oh, that sounds horrible. Now we know the importance of women's health in their in their working environment. But anyway, speaking about health, Katania, lately I've heard the horrors about female circumcision. Circumcision. What do you want the listeners to know and to be aware of regarding female circumcision? Okay, that's a really great question because I think that. Many of people in Indonesia itself doesn't really aware about this matter because it's not familiar for us. But what I can say and what I hope the listeners could be aware that FGM or female genital mutilation or circumcision is not healthy at all and it could be dangerous for women because it would uh lead to bad effect for them because uh, the circumcision itself can cause several bleeding and problems for their for them because uh, the the world health organization itself has stated that the practice has no health benefits for girls and women that more than million girls already got that but it is impacting on their current health condition so i think that where that it's not health oh my god so moving on to the next questions do women get more special value in society after circumcisions like you said before okay i do not think so because we never respect or different treatment given to female that got circumcision in our society moreover our society almost never mindlessly just go around and ask anyone did you get your circumcision or anything like that there is no such thing as social care that focus solely on this matter that will protect them or will give them any treatment i joke about it so i think that if anyone know about their families that has babies or the young girls that the parents know about their circumcision i think it's hard to get to give them no oh i see so circumcision doesn't really matter because who goes around asking what circumcision right so i would like to ask another question about the gender equality Why do you think that many people think that breastfeeding in public places is impolite, while men who is peeing in any place are considered normal by people in our society? Okay, so... You can go on, sorry. Uh, yes, that is the end of the question. So what I can say that breastfeeding in public returns numerous reports of women being bullied while breastfeeding. 
as to retreat into bathroom stalls or worse as to leave the premises altogether this includes or counts as harassment that breastfeeding breastfeeding moms have to deal with shaming long before social media and citizens journalism talk about this the main point is about gender and gender cases that may be the gender that tend to get sexualized more is women. Today, breasts have become synonymous with sex, especially in American and Indonesia itself. We can that we are heavily affected with American culture. So this means that well, advertisements and course can expose women's breasts. New mothers cannot. That uh, this is the thing that we're we call as sexualization so the what we can do itself is start from that when there are women or there are breastfeeding moms around us we we should not look at them with with judging look and just um you know like kind of giving them comfort Oh my god after what you are saying what i'm thinking at this very moment is that society doesn't care about that and i i do really want to know the opinion of yours is our society aware of this issue of feminism or something like that okay so right now i gotta say it's slightly getting better because there are lots of improvement made along this year we can say that since several years ago that the movement of feminism and women empowerment actually already exists. So, however, we didn't specifically address that as a form of feminism. Nowadays, we also can find there are lots of mediums that already feminism and gender equality itself. However, unfortunately, there are still of people that think about feminism as man-hating movement and also there are lots of people that think of feminism as justice warriors or so-called SJW that people mock about us that labels ourselves as feminists there are lots of inappropriate people that labels themselves as feminists. In our university itself, I guess there are also people who doesn't really pay attention to feminism. However, we can make the change, I guess. Like how this podcast made, made I think it's already a right decision and also a right movement to spread to the world that feminism is a great movement and also the way we can do for gender equality. All right. Thank you for your answers, Katlania. And now we could conclude that, oh, fe- feminism in Indonesia still needs a lot of awareness, but it still has hope. And so we would like to end our podcast here today. Before we end, Kak Tania, would you like to give a shout-out, gratitude, or any messages to our listeners? Okay, 
thank you first of all for formasi UB. I think formasi already made really great, you know, a really great event through this podcast that people who listen to this podcast could be aware for feminism and the substance itself is really extensive and I could say that there are not many organizations that aware about this issue so keep it up I guess all of us can work collectively to make a safe space for gender equality and also feminism I think that's all oh thank you so much Kak Tania Oji so what is next tell me So sadly, this is the end of our podcast for today. Oh my God! Thank. I would like to say thank you once again for the fun time with Katanya. Thank you so much, Katanya. Thank you so much, Ali, and also Audrey.